Blog Talk Radio. Contentment seems to be an elusive quality here in the U.S. In this and other countries, the discontentment which drives the urgent pursuit of wealth is applauded, and contentment is sometimes paralleled with laziness or a lack of ambition. When is enough enough? What is your limit, your glass ceiling? And how do we reconcile a feeling of contentment with a pursuit of wealth? Trudy Behrman here, and one thing is for certain. Mindset is behind the answer to this question. It could determine your sense of contentment now and in the future, and it could determine what you determine is enough in your life. So join me now and expand your mindset and possibility. Today's topic is, When enough is not enough, contentment versus the pursuit of wealth. You have tuned in to Debt Free Wealth Radio. Trudy Beerman here. Our website is DebtFreeWealthRadio.com. Debt Free Wealth Radio is a production of TrudyBearman.com. And if you're listening in on your mobile phone on the web or through iTunes podcast, welcome. I do appreciate you going on board with us. I know maybe you're jogging somewhere, doing housework, driving in your car. So we appreciate coming along for the ride with you. And I invite you to come on board as we explore all things money that ultimately leads to equipping you to upgrade your life the debt-free wealth way. Let me guide you to debt-free wealth. So a few shows back, I invited you to play the prosperity game with me, and it's an evergreen opportunity. So if you're listening in today and you didn't join before, you can join the game at any time. In a nutshell, that game was set to be played over the course of 14 days. And during that time, the universe, or we called it the universe, was going to deliver increasing amounts of virtual money to you. Your role in the game was to declare what avenues the money would come to you through because, of course, the money was not going to be delivered to your doorstep or rain from the sky. So your role in the game was to come up with how the money came to you. And then you were to share how you were going to spend that virtual money. Now, ideally, the game was to be played at or at least with as minimal missed days in between in those 14 days because the goal was to actually create a sense of overwhelm because as that virtual money barreled in, it would become increasingly more difficult to identify the way that those amounts could manifest in your life. But that was the goal of the game because when the overwhelm came is where all the aha moments take place. Now, the qualitative outcome of the recent round of that prosperity game, and I actually played along with them, raised the issue that is creating today's show. The post to that Facebook page revealed that receiving increasing amounts of wealth from the universe soon had some people expressing a sense of enough. 
and they were ready to quit the game before the 14 days were over. And the dialogue that came out of the sense of what was enough actually was the inspiration for today's show. So <clears throat> I'm not going to reveal the identity of the players, but if you join the game and screen, you know, read through all the posts, you may see exactly the, the post that I'm referring to. But let me re- read this dialogue to you. It was day 10 of the game, and the universe had delivered $128,000 to the players. And this one player, we'll call her player one, this was her response. She was ready to, to bow out of the game. This was her response explaining why. She says, today I feel blessed, and I don't feel the want for anything else but what I'm already blessed with. I'm sitting in the sunshine, feeling energized, blessed, happy, loved with oodles of money and knowledge on how to generate more money as I want. What more does a girl want? The player right behind her responded to her post with this. So we'll call this player player number two. This is what the player player number two says. Now is a time to dream of great achievements beyond our own wants and needs. This is now getting to the part beyond what you want and to look at what is wanted from you. The universe is waiting for your contribution to something greater than self or not. Now, if you would like to play this game, simply look for the show in the Debt Free Wealth Radio archives titled Get in the Prosperity Game, Your Touchdown is Here. So you can look through the show archives of that page because the link to the game is in there and you know, more, you know, more about what the game is all about. However, you can also head on over to Facebook and simply type in the search, The Debt-Free Wealth Prosperity Game. And when you find that page, just ask to join the game. It's free to play. You can start the game at any time, and it's way more fun played with friends. So go ahead and invite your friends to play along with you. So, as I said, this, this outcome, this qualitative outcome, this, these posts within the game was the inspiration for today's show. And today we are discussing when enough is not enough, contentment versus the pursuit of wealth. So, again, the gamer expressed her point of enough, her point of contentment, player one, expressed her point of enough, her point of contentment, and at $128,000, she felt that she had enough, and she was willing to, and ready to quit the game at day 10. Remember, we're calling her player one. The person who responded to her within the, the, the prosperity game, and we'll go back and dissect this whole conversation more, because really buried inside of that conversation is a nugget for today's show. We're calling that person who responded to her player number two. So let's go back again. Let me read the whole dialogue again to you. Player number one says, Today I feel blessed, and I don't feel the want for anything else but what I'm already blessed with. I'm sitting in the sunshine, feeling energized, blessed, happy, loved with oodles of money, and knowledge on how to generate more money as I want. What more does a girl want? Now, we're dissecting this conversation. In this short sentence that player one just said, in this short sentence that I just read, she used the word I or I'm five times. Today, I feel blessed, and I don't want the feel for anything else. What I am already blessed with, I'm sitting in the sunshine, um, feeling energized, blessed on how to generate money as I want. What more does a girl want? Now, her entire 
statement was only 50 words long. So to say I or I'm five times represents 10% of her content. That sentence was totally focused on her and nothing else. She ends the statement with, what more does a girl want? Now, I don't know about you, but 128000 is not massive wealth by any means. And, you know, gosh, you can't even buy a home in a middle-class, middle-income community in my neighborhood for that amount of money. But she hit contentment at 128000 128000 was her enough. Now, player one revealed her financial glass ceiling. At 128000 that was the number that made her feel self-contentment. She had found her enough. It was enough for her. Remember, she said, what more does a girl want? If she was thinking beyond herself, then maybe that 128 k may not have been enough. So let's look at what player two responded to her. I'll read what player two said again. Now is the time to dream of great achievements beyond our own wants and needs. This is now getting to the part beyond what you want and to look at what is wanted from you. The universe is waiting for your contribution to something greater than self or not. You see how player two picked up on player one's self-conscious, self-focus right away? Player two picked up on the fact that player one was totally self-conscious, self-aware, self-focused. The reply was, now is the time to dream of great achievements beyond your own wants and needs. Player two's mindset is completely different from player one, and there's no right or wrong in this game. It truly is your own self-actualization, your own self-expression. There's no right or wrong. But, you know, I was just amazed at how, you know, the mindset is just being just on display here. Player two thinks beyond themselves and was encouraging player one to think beyond themselves as well. Think about it this way, guys. If you have a single slice of pizza, it is certainly harder to consider sharing that single slice of pizza than if you had access to a whole pizza pie. So this this is kind of like the mindset here. She was satisfied for herself. What more does a girl want? She's been thinking about herself. Player two is saying to think beyond your own wants and needs. So player two goes on to add, the universe is waiting for your contribution to something greater than self or not. Now, the or not part in in player two's conversation highlights that we do have a choice in life. Player two's mindset is completely different in this game. Money and lots of it allows player two the option of having a bigger game in life, showing up to contribute beyond themselves to those around them and beyond to the something greater. One of the common things that a lot of people say who find themselves, you know, when a lot of people find themselves with a lot of money, sometimes their friends and those around them think that they've changed. Frankly, I personally disagree, and, and, and you're free to disagree with me on this, but I disagree that money changes people. I don't believe money changes anyone. I do believe that money allows us to show up as who we really are. To me, access to a lot of money is the same as when a person is drunk or drugs, drugged. It removes inhibition. When a person is drunk or they're drugged, their inhibitions are removed. And what comes next is the things that person would normally have done when there are no inhibitions. Think of it this way. If you have a criminal in jail, for as long as they're in jail, it's hard for them to commit a crime, but release them from jail. 
and most often they return to a life of crime. Remove an inhibition and see how the uninhibited self shows up. And that's what I think access to a lot of money does to a lot of people. The uninhibited financial self shows up. So I believe there's a lot of value in societal rules, and there's a lot of value in self-restraint that, be, that comes because of societal rules, because that is the, inhib, that is the inhibited self, the, the self that shows up and behaves properly, because without those you know, restraints, the uninhibited self shows up. And a lot of us are very embarrassed at what we do when we're uninhibited, whether because of drugs or drunkenness. So the uninhibited self, I believe, shows up when there's access to a lot of money. So I really believe that access to a lot of money is a financial equivalent of room removing financial inhibitions. The real money self shows up. So if you find yourself with sudden wealth, as in inheritance, uh, a lottery win, maybe compensation for an accident, whatever. If you were generous before, I believe you'll be more generous with extra money. But if you had a decadent mindset before, a de- decadent lifestyle, you'll be even more decadent when you have the funds to finance that lifestyle. I don't believe money changes us. That's my personal opinion. Now, I'm going to read some verses, and I'm going to read them back to back. And then I'll summarize my take on them. And just, just in case you're not aware, they're also in chronological or in, uh, in order as they appear in the Bible. So Proverbs 28:22 says, and I'm reading from the NLT version, greedy people try to get rich quick but don't realize they're headed for poverty. Proverbs 22:28. greedy people try to get rich quick but don't realize they're headed for poverty. Now this is the NIV. It's Luke 3, verse 14, and Jesus is speaking here. And, and this is what is said in Luke 3, verse 14. Then some soldiers asked him, and what should we do? He replied, don't extort money and don't accuse people falsely. Be content with your pay. Philippians 4, verse 2, and this is from the NIV version. I want what it is, I want, Sorry, Philippians 4 verse 2, NIV version. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. And that's Paul speaking. Now in Timothy 6 verse 10, reading from the NLT version, and it reads, For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And some people craving money have wandered from the truth, have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. And then Hebrews 13 verse 5, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you and never will I forsake you. So this is a series of verses that kind of touch on the question, contentment versus pursuit of wealth. You know, ideally the Bible should never be taken out of context. You can't just take one verse and run away with it and think it explains everything, guys. Because if you were to read these verses, some people might be of a mind to think that the Bible is contradicting itself. Because here it is in one sense saying to be content, and in another sense it is saying, you know, to um, 
uh, pursuing money and all these things. It's so easy to believe that, you know, the Bible is uh, in contradiction to itself, and it is absolutely not. Acquiring more money is simply an end result. Let me repeat that. Acquiring more money is simply an end result. The path to get there is extremely varied. Greed is a mindset that blinds right thinking and the methods to acquiring money the right way. So greed is a motive, and it is a motive that is behind many crimes. And at the time, it may seem to, that crimes pay, but they only pay for a time because the ultimate end of greed is poverty and sometimes death. So there is a point of enough enough for ourselves but then there is a point where we have more than enough for us and now we're in a position to share and bless others prosperity is simply a blessing but i don't believe it was intended to be a selfish blessing why have the mindset of i'm all right who cares about you when you could have the mindset that says i'm all right and i care about you so have you reached an amount where you feel you have enough and you need no more money? If so, you may have hit your subconscious financial glass ceiling. Money is just a tool, guys. It is just a tool. And more is simply more. Abundance of itself, the abundance knows no limit. Because if there's a limit, it's not truly abundance. It's simply a lot. Abundance is that point where you have more than enough. And now you're looking to bless others significantly. Do you know that there is a Bill Gates Foundation and many other grants that are available out there for others to access money and do some good in the world like cancer research and so on? It is through the generosity of those who have experienced abundance. They create these foundations. They create these avenues for generosity for people to tap into the monies that they have available for giveaway. When you have enough, the human tendency may allow for some generosity, but there will be a limitation on that generosity so it doesn't cut into our enough. Let's go back to that pizza slice analogy again. If you have a single slice of pizza, it is truly hard to share it, but when you have a whole pizza pie with eight or more slices, it is much easier to share. Abundance leads to abundant generosity if you have a mindset of generosity. Because remember I just said, in my, as far as I'm concerned, abundance just shows, it just allows for the uninhibited financial self to show up. So if you are of a generous nature, then abundance is likely to lead to abundant generosity in your case. And, and there, is some, there is going to be some cause, some mission, some ministry, some family that if you were abundant, that you would bless. At least I'd like to think so. If you limit the flow of abundance into your life simply because you have enough or more than enough for you, that could actually be a very selfish place where having satisfied yourself, you close off the flow of that prosperity that you may have otherwise received so that you could bless others who are not so blessed. It's just a thought. I'm just throwing that out there. Psalms 37, 26, and I'm reading from the NLT, says, The godly always give generous loans to others, and their children are a blessing. Generous. 
James 1 verse 27 says, Pure and genuine religion in the sight of God the Father means caring for orphans and orphans and widows in their distress and refusing to let the world corrupt you. Again, generosity and that mindset of not, of not having an evil mindset or a selfish mindset. And here is Jesus speaking again. It says, the righteous, then the righteous ones will reply, and this was in Matthew 25, Lord, when did we ever see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you something to drink, or a stranger and show you hospitality, or naked and give you clothing? When did we ever see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will say, I tell you the truth. When you did it, did it unto the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you are doing it to me. I think the world sometimes has a negative view of religion where its leaders are more known for their stuff than their generosity. The only thing is, you see, the world is not in the same in the same group, in the same mindset, in the same uh, playground. They're looking in from the outside, and what they don't understand is that we're told to give in secret. So that may be a reason why sometimes they see the prosperity of religious people, but they don't know about their generosity because in Matthew 6, verse 3, we're told, but when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So the other thing is there's a mistaken belief system out there that becoming a Christian automatically opens a floodgate of prosperity. And there are some people who become Christians for that reason. And the prosperity gospel is an interesting dividing line in the church. But at the end of the day, guys, it truly comes down to motive. Because being a Christian can lead to prosperity. But again, you can't become a Christian to obtain prosperity. It comes down to motive. God knows your heart. And contentment is a heart issue, just as the love of money is a heart issue. So at the personal level, there isn't enough. And beyond this, there could be greed, but it comes down to mindset because greed and, and uh, generosity are both a heartfelt situation. In the game of blessing others, if you have a flow of prosperity to you that goes beyond your enough, you have been equipped to be generous. With that in mind, I, as a Christian, have no problem receiving whatever prosperity the Lord chooses to bestow on me. Now, to some he gives one talent, to some he gives two, and to some he gives five. And at the end of the day, none of what he gives us is meant to be buried and returned back to God the way it came. God expects us to do something with what is given to us. And he expects us to multiply it, even if it is via the lazy strategy of depositing into the bank for interest earnings. Now, there is another show in that statement that I just met right there in terms of the strategy to wealth, but that is a, a show for another day. Because there is a biblical applause for working that talent to bigger profit. The servant with two and the servant with five talents each doubled their returns. The one with two added two more, and the one with five added five more. And, 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 and guys, the strategy to wealth is another lesson for another week. We'll go into that. But just listen to this. In Matthew, this whole story is found in Matthew 25. And in 20, verse 21, in verse 21 it says, He said to him, 
Well done, good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Now, he just said, ruler over many things. I will make you ruler over many things. Pursuing wealth leads to even more wealth. God rewarded the pursuit of the prosperity with even more prosperity. The guy with five talents got five more. And the guy with the one it was taken from him and given, I mean, I mean, the pursuit of prosperity leads to even more wealth. God rewards the pursuit of prosperity with even more prosperity. But remember your motive. Remember your motive. God does not look at us the way we look at ourselves and others. He is totally not impressed by our stuff. He's not impressed by our accomplishments. He's not impressed by our beauty. God sees our heart. Now, 1 Samuel chapter 16, Samuel, is a, in a nutshell, that story, Samuel, the prophet Samuel is going to the house of Jesse under God's instruction to find the next king that he's going to use to replace Saul. Now, Samuel goes through all the sons of Jesse, he thinks, because the son, the, Jesse did not invite all his sons, you know, he only invited the ones that he felt were of, you know, possible thing, and they left one out in the, in the, the, in the uh, pasture. So here it is. Samuel is looking at the sons of Jesse, and this is what it says in verse 6, 1 Samuel 16, verse 6. So it was when they came, he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel in verse 7, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. The youngest son, David, was not invited to the dinner with Samuel. He was left to tend the sheep. Yet this is the very son of Jesse that God chose. Remember your motive. Remember your motive. Guys, the heart of this matter is the matter of the heart. There is a point of enough. Beyond that is the start of either generosity or greed. Enjoy your prosperity but avoid greed. Be content in whatever financial state you're in because having a heart of gratitude goes a long way. I say this all the time, and this is a statement, if you like it, make sure you credit me with it because this is, this, these are my words, okay? I always say, gratitude is like sugar. It sweetens every deal and every day. Gratitude is like sugar. It sweetens every deal and every day. Be content even as you pursue prosperity. Avoid greed and be ready and willing to bless others from your bounty. Now, I have a very fun T-shirt for those of you, you know, for those of you entrepreneurs who are pursuing prosperity with a generous heart. If you head on over to iCustomizedIt.com, iCustomizedIt.com, I-C-U-S-T-O-M-I-Z-E-D-I-T, iCustomizedIt.com. Dot com. And you'll see a t-shirt that I have there with the print on it saying Income Machine. Now, of course, while you're there, you can design your own custom item. But if you are an income machine or intend to be, then display that proudly. I mean, after all, your team needs a leader to show them how it's done. It may as well be you. So, guys, however you found this show today, there will be links to connect you with me right on that page. I hope you'll join me next week here on Debt-Free Wealth Radio because the topic will be debt-free vacations, what that means, and how to enjoy them. So did I do it, guys? Did I deliver value today? 
If so, I'd appreciate you giving me some love in return by clicking the like button on this show. And, guys, I want you to text me. Go ahead and text me. If you have a smartphone, text me. And text me at me debt free. So just go in and go into text and type in the words M-E-D-E-B-T-F-R-E-E. Text me at me debt free. And when you text me, type in your email. Now, if you don't have a smartphone, just go on over to trudybearman.com and complete the form there and enter your name and email so you can continue to get updates, tips, and strategies that will help to equip you to upgrade your life the debt-free wealth way. And remember, if you have a product, service, or opportunity that helps others delete debt, build wealth, and protect family assets, just, just send me a message with a request to be a guest on my show, and I'll show you how that can happen for you. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you'll join me next week.